This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Welcome to In Focus. My name is Lonnie Johnson. I'm honored today to have Lana Peacock with me. She is with the East Texas Crisis Center. And uh, Lana, welcome. Thank you, Lonnie. I'm really happy to be here. It's nice to have you here. Uh, uh, for those of you who might wonder, uh, Lana and I are fairly familiar with each other uh, through our years uh, working together through the East Texas Car Show for uh, the uh, East Texas Crisis Center. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit throughout the show. And also, uh, I want to just have Lana explain to you how uh, crucial uh, the East Texas Crisis Center is to the health and well-being of women and children in the in the town. So, Lana, welcome. Thank you. Our, uh, the mission of the Crisis Center is to provide immediate crisis intervention and counseling and other services, uh, make that available to victims of family violence and sexual assault, and um, that we we're, we have offices and an emergency shelter right here in Tyler. And we also serve other counties. We serve Henderson, Van Zant, Rains, and Wood counties as well. How do people get a hold of you? They can call our hotline number. Okay, we'll, we'll look at yeah. that throughout the. We'll okay. look at that a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, so, and I just had a tour of the place mm -hmm. uh, last week, and uh, the one thing I've noticed, it, I, I can imagine uh, women and children that would seek. The, uh, the the safeness of your shelter uh, the, to me one of the biggest things that you could give them is peace and quiet and uh, the ability to, to feel comfortable um, and I noticed that, that what, there was a uh, just a calmness throughout the shelter even though it had tons of kids in it <laughs> yes well uh, we certainly want to make uh, families comfortable that are living in our emergency shelter and also that um, it's a safe place for uh, non-residents to come when they're just seeking counseling services or they need to talk to someone maybe they're in a situation of a bad situation where there's violence and battering and and they're looking for a way out but they don't know anyway we're we're the, we're the people to call we're the people to talk to we have trained staff that work every day with victims of family violence and sexual assault. Let's ease into it, um, and we'll uh, uh, kind of cover the sexual assault later in the show a little bit. Let's talk about something that it, it hasn't interested me in a good way, but it interests me, is, is emotional abuse and psychological abuse, and how that affects uh, people, women sp specifically. Can we talk a minute about that? Yes, and you're absolutely correct, Lonnie, that uh, those are um, the, the emotional and uh, abuse and psychological abuse is uh, it's really up there on the charts along with the, so it doesn't always have to be physical violence uh, for uh, a woman to be in a really bad situation and that is because often they're they're psychologically controlled by their mate yes, yes. okay so I, I want to talk about that a little bit I, I really want to you know delve mm -hmm. into that what so are there certain things that you should look look out for i mean obviously you know when you're being abused mm -hmm. okay people people know maybe not honestly Sometimes. maybe not yeah. so let's talk about maybe some of the things that you could identify as psychological abuse 
Well, for one thing, uh, when a partner is extremely jealous and they're always accusing uh, their partner of, you know, where they are, what are they doing, so that there's no there's no trust there, and um, someone's always being accused of something that they're not doing. Um, but also, besides extreme jealousy, also just that, um, you know, they have no literally no rights they don't have access to the checkbook they don't have you know the the partner controls everything and so they don't they don't have any control over what they do or 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 how they do it lana how does it happen i mean you don't meet the man of your dreams and and you know all of a sudden wake up and he's a year later i guess a year later he's super jealous he's uh uh, emotionally Mm -hmm. cruel Mm -hmm. um how does that I mean is there are there warning signs that the the women could spot well, I think first of all if you're involved with someone and this is even high school girls if you're involved with someone and they're always they're telling they're always putting you down like telling telling a, a young woman that she's fat or anything anything gets derogatory and that. they keep slamming them with that um, that is definitely a huge red flag that that uh, women and young girls need to watch out for. And the jealousy is the is another another part of that that can be uh, it can be flattering when you're young and in high school and oh he loves me so much he's jealous but you know they really need to uh, really need to pay attention to that. It does start young. I mean I've got a freshman in college. He had friends in high school, and sadly. I heard of things that would happen mm-hmm. uh, in groups or at parties or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was horrible, and and you think about it. I mean, not not it, it, yeah. not as horrible as I guess maybe you can let your mind go to, but just mm-hmm. bad when you consider the age. And mm-hmm. and I think about well, if I had a seventeen-year-old daughter, <clears throat> what I'd do with a young man that treated her badly or pushed her at a mm-hmm. party or. Or mm-hmm. did anything like that. But chances are, Lonnie, you would never know these things. Because, Correct. And you know, that's what I found out. Yeah. The teenagers yeah. don't always tell you what's going on. Well, they never do. Yeah, yeah. They never do. So that's it. And, and I think it, it that transfers to, I think, a lot of women uh, are in this position and never say a thing. And, you know, it, it, it how detrimental that can be to your children to see that. Correct? Yes. Because, you know, if you grow up in a home where that kind of abuse is going on, then it it seems acceptable uh, but also it it really challenges the person's self-value and kids see that you know and you we, and children even will start berating their their own mother because they hear dad doing that all the time and i don't want to gosh i hate to kick social media between the legs again <clears throat> but do you think that to some degree that social media is contributing to to some of this uh, behavior in some ways like I've seen stuff on social media where they'll uh, take a really you know badly behaving child that clearly has issues from the home you know the things they're saying just you don't you know a six-year-old's not going to come up with on their own and that's an example of how mm-hmm. detrimental it can be correct they're yes. just looking the, the children are, are constantly looking at us right yes and they absorb things in the home that um, that heavily impact on them so it's not just, you know, violence is not just between, or abuse, or emotional abuse. It's not just between the husband and the wife. It impacts on the children as well. They see that. They grow up with that. And they grow up thinking it's normal. Do you, do you see it the other way around very much? Is that, is that becoming more common? 
Um, I don't think I can answer that. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Um, so, in most of the time, honestly speaking, most of the time it's the guys that that oh, that. Okay. Is that what you? Yeah. No. Um, there is abuse coming from both sides. Uh, I can tell you one thing that if um, if a woman's in a situation where they get into a fist fight with she gets into a fist fight with her partner, if she leaves any marks on him and the police are called, they will arrest her too. In the state of Texas. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, so that's, even if uh, she even if she's just fighting back or trying to protect herself, that that's a situation. Yeah, I'm torn. That, I'm torn on yeah. that because that's when, when you said that's exactly where my mind went to immediately is, well, maybe she did throw a punch, but maybe it was in self defense. Right. And, that's right. And but, so they charged them both. Yes. Yes. That's no good. Yeah. Um, it's not the, the the most entertaining subject to talk about, um, but it's needed. <laughs> And I think that's what I want to stress to the audience is it might not be you that's affected by this. You might have a great marriage. You might have a great relationship. Uh, uh, you might have your parents may be doing fantastic. Your kiddos that are young adults and married may be doing fantastic, but they might not be. And, um, you know, you, you, you talked about jealousy being one of the things to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, do we, you know, you, uh, we're taught you really don't want to meddle in uh, someone's relationship. Uh, your, your child or your family is an exception, mm-hmm. but just out there. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you, uh, if you knew someone who was suffering like this and suffering silently, uh, what are some things you might look for to see if you know they, they needed help or, or how you would approach them with the option for help? Well, first of all, I think listening skills are really important. And, um, you know, like in the workplace, if you, you're having lunch with someone that you have lunch with every day and they begin to talk about these sorts of things, you know, a good friend uh, will always tell um, the people they care about, well, there, you can get help for this. And, you know, to tell them about the East Texas Crisis Center right here in Tyler, Texas. And uh, the... The agencies like ours with the mission of working with victims of family violence and sexual assault are all across the United States. They're all across the state of Texas. Every major city has an organization just like ours. So there is help available. And we have clients that will come in and say, my best friend just drove me over here. She got tired of listening to me talk about the things that were going on, and she just drove me over here for an appointment. By the way, that that number, if you do need assistance, it's 1-800-333-0358. Does that sound right, Lana? Okay, well, that, that that's the numbers uh, that, that, that are on your website. It's 800-333-0358. Um, of course, you can call them. Are you, are you open 24 hours? Um, we have um, an emergency hotline that uh, runs 24-7. Okay. But the shelter, in the shelter, we always have staff at the shelter 24-7. But the offices for counseling are only open weekdays, uh, 8.30 to 5.30. Let's talk about funding, okay? That's a very important thing, right? You mean the challenge of funding? The challenge of funding. That's, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a better way to put it because yeah. it is a challenge. And yeah. I guess, uh, uh, does, does it get more challenging each year? Do we give less? Um, no, not necessarily. And I, and I have to tell you that Tyler is an extremely generous uh, city, a lot of philanthropy, a lot of uh, caring people, and we're very fortunate to have donors who have been with us for years. Um, 
but I think I think we're facing a time in our nation where you know th- there could be uh, a lot of decrease in uh, donations for agencies like ours because uh, things are just getting tighter, you know, financially. And I guess that your charities are going to be the first one squeezed. Yeah. In, in an economy like that. Yes. Um, but when it, what your contributions uh, would do. That's what I also want people to understand that are listening to this. We said at the beginning of the program, I took a tour of the facility. Uh, the, the facility is fresh. It's uh, clean. Um, it feels safe. It's welcoming. Um, and it uh, requires maintenance, like every other uh, shelter or building uh, mm-hmm. that it may be. And, and there are construction companies that help out. But... Uh, they're also uh, a need, and, and when you when you donate, you need to understand that that that's what these donations are going for. It's not it's not helping somebody in Quebec, it's helping someone in Smith County. Absolutely. So, it, it, it's it's very important. If 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 you can give, uh, I know do do churches help? Uh, yes, much? we have we have churches that support us annually, um, as well as civic organizations and. Family foundations. Uh, we make application to the family foundations, um, and then we do a lot of grant writing for state and federal funding. But also, our United Way is a big contributor and has been since the establishment of the East Texas Crisis Center. So, how many years have you been? Uh, I've been there twenty-seven years. You've been there twenty-seven years, yes. and the center as a whole twenty-seven years. Yes. Okay, yes. I didn't know you were there, there yeah. from the very beginning. Yeah. No, okay. no, not from the very beginning. No, I didn't come along until the late 80s um, as a student and a volunteer there. And I went through my first volunteer training and I was sitting there through the whole training thinking, this is where I'm going to work. This is where I want to, to." once I got my counseling degree, was this is where I'm gonna come and work. Kim, I know you don't do this a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we talk about you for a minute? Just a little bit? Okay. okay. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> she's very shy. She doesn't want it to be about her, never has, um, which I think is fantastic. Um, but you, so, uh, here's uh, Lana as a what a mid twenty year old woman. Well, mm. thirty mid thirty, forty mid forty five year old. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. look fantastic. <laughs> so <laughs> this was thirty years ago, and now you're yeah. one hundred and forty five. That, that's right. But uh, what uh, you got involved through school, or what? Yeah. How did you get involved? Well, I was in uh, undergraduate school. Uh, but majoring in counseling and um, they offered internships where you could go to different facilities in town mm-hmm. like like the East Texas Crisis Center and um, go through their training and then you could volunteer there and you got a, actually received a course credit for doing that. I did three internships at the East Texas Crisis Center. Uh, the first one when I was an undergraduate and then in graduate school I did two internships there. What made you decide that you wanted to make this your last word? The very first training I went to, they had a a young counselor who was doing the training that night. And I mean, I was just so impressed by her, about her enthusiasm for the work she did and uh, just her whole demeanor. I was really admired her greatly. And um, I think that was just a turning point is I didn't have to work. I could go to work anywhere. I didn't have to worry about having health care. A lot of things that young students do have to, that's a concern for them. Um, and that um, I, did, I didn't have to worry about that. I could work wherever I chose. Mm-hmm. But it was 
the East Texas Crisis Center and the people that I met when I first began volunteering there and just so impressed with with the staff and what the, and their heart for what they did. They really cared. Are there many left from when you first started? <laughs> uh, well, mm, one or two. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that. So you just felt you you saw a need, mm-hmm. or you felt at home, or both? Um, both. Okay. Both. All right. Well, that's. Yeah. Nothing's better than that, yeah. really, in life. Um, so we uh, see we've we've talked about the facility a bit. Uh, we've given the number. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to encourage you if you're if you happen to be listening this to this and you you uh, uh, maybe are a, a a mom who's in a bad situation or a grandmother who knows a mother that is or children. Uh, reach out, help them. Yes. Don't don't let it continue yeah. because. That that's the wonderful thing about life is if you stop bad habits, you can begin new good right. ones, right. and I think that that's what uh, the center, is, what I see it being about, is uh, a training facility for their heart, maybe yes. to repair their heart yes. and their mind, yes. and uh, that that's what I, I I find so amazing about it. Uh, okay, let's. We talked about, uh, and we do have a website where people can go and they can get a lot of information just off the website. It's www.etcc.org. Okay, well, you know that one, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, so let's, uh, let's, I want, I want to touch on, but uh, we've got about 10, a little over 10 minutes left. Uh, I certainly want to touch on uh, the automotive show, the yearly automotive show that benefits you. Uh, it's close to my heart. Uh, but before we do, uh, I, I want to talk about, and this is difficult. I don't really know how to approach it, so please help mm-hmm. me. Um, let's talk a little bit about sexual violence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as a layman, I would think it would be pretty obvious to uh, know what that mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking in its most abhorrent mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. what does that begin like uh, well unfortunately for many women that we we uh, provide counseling to today um, sexual abuse occurred when they were children and oftentimes it's a family member or someone who has access to these children on a regular basis um, and um, we have a lot of young young women who um you know just out in the general you know activities of young people you know where you can go and meet other young people that uh you know they can get go with the wrong person and something can happen and you know that's it's very challenging and very difficult and especially i think um you know when um any of us put ourselves in a situation where we're vulnerable you know, just being aware that this might not be a good idea. You know, uh, and and I'm not talking about. Are just, there some signs that 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 young women m- might see that that it would give them pause? I mean, I guess you. I mean, if you had time and you went to school with the young man, you could see behavior, and yes. clearly that would yes. be an in, uh, indicator yeah. as to what was going to how how a date with that guy was yeah. going to go. Right. Um, uh, meeting him at a party. Not so much. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I can't answer that. I. I have never heard anyone talk about how they saw all these warning signs. I think it's just that. That means they don't see them. Yeah, yeah. 
And I apologize. It's such a heavy, heavy subject. Uh, but it, it, uh, there's a need for it, or there wouldn't be a crisis center, and there, and there wouldn't be shows that uh, brought attention to it. Um, speaking of uh, bringing attention to it, uh, each year there has been a car show where a raffle car has been given away for, has it been 25 years? Oh, longer than that. 30? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 1991. We're so old. I don't know know if they had a raffle car, but that was the first car show that benefited the East Texas Crisis Center was in 91. What is this year's raffle car? It is a 1965 Mustang. What color? It's kind of a a silver, silverish blue color. I know there's an official color. Oh, okay. But I don't know what it is. uh, uh, The... Chesley, how did we how did we come about this car? <laughs> well, uh, they the the car show committee uh, actually found it last year and purchased it last year, mm-hmm. um, and they went down near Houston to Katy, Texas, and they bought it from a man down there. Okay. And and the vintage the, these these early '60s Mustangs. Well, 64 and up uh, are really hard to find. They're getting very hard to yeah. find. And by the way. Uh, Again, I have intimate knowledge of this. Mm -hmm. Years and years of being involved with you guys. Uh, If I if I may say so, every Mustang, every car that's been raffled off, but specifically these '60s Mustangs, are beautiful drivers. Is what they are. So if if you're thinking about uh, getting in uh, a raffle for an old classic car, uh, you need to understand that they uh, they drive like a new car, and they're not crazy hot rods that you know you 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 couldn't navigate they're they're really cute uh Mm -hmm. little mustangs i don't mean to you know yeah i guess i do want to eliminate the guy trying to win a five (laughs) thousand horsepower mustang uh they're not like that but it's uh how much is the raffle ticket for each one they're ten dollars and when we had our first raffle and at that time we were involved with tyler ford david Irwin, and he said that he wanted to provide us with with a Mustang, but he the tickets could only be ten dollars each. Uh, he oh, David said that. Yeah, he okay. he said it, and we have adhered to that um, ever since. That um, that anyone can buy raffle tickets. It, they're not a hundred dollars each. They're ten dollars each. And of course, we uh, we uh, the great city of Tyler redid Harvey Hall recently and forgot to do a car door uh, in the new facility. So they've moved their shows to Green Acres. Yes. Is that right? And so it's, this year, what is the date for the show? Uh, they haven't set the date. It's usually okay. in March okay. of every year. And um, it's a one-day show now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went from having, you know, when we we're in, when it was an inside show, we had about 80 vehicles. Right, but show. we had to, there, and there's now, limited and space. And now it's closer to 300 oh, vehicles fantastic. will be there. And it's, um, I like the outdoor uh, feeling, uh, especially if it doesn't rain. <laughs> and it's I agree. A really, and it's a really pretty day. But you're just depending on sheer luck to have that great day. But we have the past two years that we've had the Auto and Cycle Show. It's been uh, outside at Green Acres Baptist Church. And attendance is free. Where you make the money yes. is the people that show their cars pay a fee. Right. Correct. Right. Which, and the raffle car. Which, by the way, you guys, uh, with the car guys out there, if you already don't know that, I'm sure you do year after year after year. But it's a fantastic place. <clears throat> the committee, uh, I can't say enough about the committee. I met the committee when I was much younger, 20 years ago, and I thought they were a bunch of old geezers. And now I'm their age <laughs> that I was when we got in. And uh, come to find out, uh, literally, 
uh, whether it's Mr. Chesley, uh, whether it's Mr. Horton, whoever whoever's on the committee, mm-hmm. uh, very kind-hearted men, very yes. good men, yes, who uh, not only uh, make it possible for the show uh, to happen, but I I really do think good men should be examples mm-hmm. and, they, and, and they are and they've been so supportive of the east texas christ center for so many years and you know people love it when they hear the story of we have these car guys and mm-hmm. they get out there and just knock it out of the ballpark year after year uh, helping put the show together helping us make sure we get a good raffle car i mean everything they do it, it's really amazing and it's it's these some really good men they're getting out there and really making a difference to help women and their children who've been in a really bad, vulnerable situation. Jimmy just did an, uh, Mr. Horton, just did an incredibly nice thing for me the other day. And it, I went by his shop and of course he's a car guy. So his shop is right out of a hot rod magazine or something. <laughs> and, uh, oh, I, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, Jimmy, uh, oh, what did he tell me? Uh, about the east texas crisis so i I blanked um i'm sorry lana i I blanked on what i was going to say about jimmy i just know that how how important this this is to him uh and and what a big deal it is and i I think it's people that again that that show that example Mm -hmm. that that makes such a difference because there's plenty of bad examples now yeah uh and uh so you we uh that's a way you can contribute uh to the east texas crisis center is all year long you can buy raffle tickets right well um each year they usually we unveil the raffle car in september mm-hmm. and then we go live online where you can go online and purchase your tickets okay. onto our website and then it guides you to where you can purchase the raffle tickets and um so that they don't we don't go live until september okay. to start selling the tickets okay um and so as we round out this little show called in focus um it it certainly we we do this for the community each week uh john sims did the show for so long and i know i I see your smile i mean every single human being that came Mm -hmm. across john smiles when you say his name right now um it was incredibly important to him and 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 as was the community and i I, you know obviously Mm -hmm. the east texas crisis center is critical to the community so again uh if if they need you you're there you're in town and you're reachable and it's a very safe place yes and and we have many volunteer opportunities too that's great let's make that that that's a good thing to bring up let's bring up that that you can volunteer and you can visit the website etcc.org there you go Mm etcc.org is the is the address you can go there uh you can uh, begin the process of volunteering uh, would you rather have female volunteers versus male volunteers? Oh, both. Okay, both. Both, yes. Uh, again, the same logic. Yeah. It, it's good examples. Mm-hmm. that they, they get to see that there are some good guys out there. Mm-hmm. And if I may speak directly uh, to the fathers out there, teach your sons how to treat the women in their lives. Start with their mothers. Make sure they treat their mothers well as Mother's Day comes up next mm-hmm. week. And we have that coming. Uh, make sure your kid takes a second to tell his mother how fantastic she is, uh, what she went through to bring him or her to this world. And uh, just just be a good influence on, on your son. Teach your son that there, there, there's better ways to communicate than uh, threatening language, 
um, uh, minimization, um, degrading another human being. I, I think if uh, if we do that at home, it goes a long way to correcting what they see out there because mm-hmm. there's just so many in pop, so many bad uh, influences in pop culture on social media that just mm-hmm. almost glorify it, and it's uh, it's sickening. I mean, that's my mm-hmm. personal opinion. I'm not supposed to get too opinionated on this show, but I'd, I'm sure people can be troubled, but it's hard for me to find justification uh, for that kind of behavior. Yeah. I'd, I've just never in my life been a fan of bullies. And uh, in my mind, uh, domestic violence is the ultimate in bullying. Mm-hmm. It's just you have a captive audience. Uh, you can uh, impose your will upon to great detriment to not only I mean it doesn't end right there with your wife or your girlfriend that's what I would like you to understand if I'm wrong correct me no, you're Atlanta, correct. but if you're correct. it doesn't stop right there at your house because your kid sees that mm-hmm. and he acts out like that and gives his friends justification to see that behavior and it spreads not unlike COVID you know you got in my car and made fun of me for the mask <laughs> I wasn't wearing it. It was just in my car, but Lana had a good laugh about it. Um, Lana, thank you so much for sitting with me this week. Again, give the address out one more time. www.etcc.org. You can even take the www off of it if you want to be in this century. That's fine also. (laughs) I'm in the other century. That's right. Lana, thank you so much for being with us today. You're very welcome. Everybody, make sure to join us next week for In Focus uh, when uh, Bill Coates will be hosting the show. And uh, it should be, should be fairly entertaining. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the Team Sports Radio. And we thank you for listening. Join us again next week.